This is the news from the Lord. Why at 1038 on the night of May 2nd would Joe Biden take time out of his schedule to sit down with me in a dark bar at the Beverly Hilton, sort of positioned behind a column so people couldn't see us, to have a discussion about his family and my family and uh, business at a very high level uh, where Jim Biden sat and Hunter Biden participated in. I'm irrelevant in the story. Um, They weren't raising money from me. There was no other reason for me to be in that bar meeting Joe Biden than to discuss what I was doing with his family's name uh, in the Chinese CFC. The former vice president has said he had no knowledge whatsoever of his son's business dealings and was not involved in them at all. But this sounds like direct involvement in them. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. When he states that, that is a blatant lie. And uh, Hunter introduced me as uh, this is Tony, Dad, uh, the individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on and the Chinese. In that email, there's a statement where they go through the equity. Jim Biden's referenced as you know, 10% doesn't say Biden, it says Jim. And then it has 10% for the big guy held by H. I 1,000% sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. He's, and this is a company with direct connections to the communist government of China. So the former vice president has said he had no knowledge whatsoever of his son's business dealings and was not involved in them at all. But this sounds like direct involvement in them. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. When he states that, that is a blatant lie. Obviously, the world's aware that I attended the uh, debate last Thursday. And uh, in that debate, he made a specific statement around questions around this from the president. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I uh, almost stood up and screamed liar and walked out because I was shocked um, that after four days or five days that they prep for this, that the Biden family is taking that position to the world. Um, and once again, I'm irrelevant in this discussion. I just was brought in to run this company and have uh, been exposed to all of this fact. And I believe the American people should see this fact. I would have much preferred the Biden family go on record and define these facts for the American people and the globe versus me sitting here uh, having a discussion with you on it. He's and this is a company with direct connections to the communist government of China. So the former vice president has said he had no knowledge whatsoever of his son's business dealings and was not involved in them at all. But this sounds like direct involvement in them. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. When he states that, that is a blatant lie. Obviously, the world's aware that I attended the uh, debate last Thursday. And uh, in that debate, he made a specific statement around questions around this from the president. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I uh, almost stood up and screamed liar and walked out because I was shocked um, that after four days or five days that they prep for this, that the Biden family is taking that position to the world. Um, and once again, I'm irrelevant in this discussion. I just was brought in to run this company and have uh, been exposed to all of this fact. And I believe the American people should see this fact. I would have much preferred the Biden family go on record and define these facts for the American people and the globe versus me sitting here uh, having a discussion with you on it. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with the word of the Lord. And I wanted to have a little chat with you today about big tech and big media, or as I sometimes call it, the leftist state media. 
And I want to talk in particular about a scoop that Tucker Carlson from Fox News had the other night about the Biden scandals and uh, one Anthony Bobolinsky. So let me just start there. And I'll read you a headline from the New York Post. God, I love the New York Post. I wish in my next life, if I have one, that I can uh, come back and just write headlines for the New York Post. My favorite New York Post headline, by the way, was headless body in topless bar. It just doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Their headline this time was, Twitter is running a blackmail operation. Cooperate or no traffic for you. Now, the story was in reference to Twitter's locking the post account because the paper had the nerve, the nerve, mind you, to run a seriously documented story on the tale of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop and the information it held. That story had a headline that said, Smoking Gun Email Reveals How Hunter Biden Introduced Ukrainian Businessman to VP Dad. And the Post story correctly says, and correctly is the word, For all of their, I'm quoting here, for all their talk of neutral platforms, the big shots at big tech, Twitter, Facebook, and Google are running a protection racket. They figure they can dictate what Americans get to see and read and what other media companies must do to reach the public via those platforms. Well, that is exactly right. And in fact, the big tech protection racket is, as I've been suggesting here, is only half the quite serious problem that America has. The other half of this Biden protection racket is the leftist state media or big media, if you will, and its decision to just ignore Tucker Carlson's seriously big scoop. That scoop was an hour-long sit-down with ex-Hunter Biden associate Anthony Bobolinsky. Fox News reported on Tucker's blockbuster interview saying that uh, Tony Bobolinsky had claimed in an interview with Tucker Carlson, that the Biden family shrugged off concerns that Joe Biden's alleged ties to his son's business deals could put a future presidential campaign at risk. You think? Bobolinsky, in an interview with Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight, said he raised concerns in 2017 to the former vice president's brother, Jim Biden, about Joe Biden's alleged ties to a possible joint venture with, yes, indeed, a Chinese energy firm. Bobolinsky is a retired lieutenant in the U.S. Navy and the former CEO of Sinohawk Holdings, which he said was the partnership between a Chinese energy company and the Biden family. He told Tucker, I remember saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Aren't you concerned? And Bobolinsky claims that Jim Biden chuckled. Yeah, laughed. Quote, plausible deniability, unquote, Jim Biden said directly to me in a cabana at the Peninsula Hotel, Bobolinsky says. And in in the interview with Tucker, he goes on and outlines how he had an alleged meeting with Joe Biden himself, which took place in May of 2017. And Fox News first reported text messages that indicated such a meeting. Bobolinsky said that it was the Bidens, not him, who pushed for the meeting. Now. Let me just stop right there. That is a story. That is a seriously major story of scandal. Tucker Carlson is a journalist journalist. I've been reading Tucker Carlson for years when he started out at the Weekly Standard a long time ago. And this is exactly why it is not a surprise that Tucker Carlson landed the seriously newsmaking scoop 
that this is with Tony Bobolinsky. What should be a surprise, but decidedly isn't when you think about it, was the reaction of the leftist state media to Tucker's blockbuster story. That reaction was silence, a complete blackout. Nothing to see here. Move on. That silence was written up over at Newsbusters by reporter Kyle Drennan, and his headline was, in capital letters, censored. Nets maintained Bobolinsky blackout despite bombshell interview. And Kyle Drennan wrote, quote, even after Hunter Biden business associate Tony Bobolinsky sat down for an hour-long Fox News interview Tuesday night in which he provided credible evidence corroborating his claims about Joe Biden's involvements in his son's corrupt foreign business dealings. On Wednesday, the next day, NBC's, ABC, and CBS morning shows couldn't even be bothered to cover the bombshell bad news for the Democratic nominee. A media research center study released on Tuesday found that the big three broadcast networks have only offered a pathetic 21 minutes to the growing Biden scandal since the story broke on the front page of the New York Post on October 14th. That's 21 minutes out of 113 hours worth of morning and evening shows over the past week. And most of that coverage, paltry coverage, was devoted to attempts to falsely claim the story was, take a wild guess, yes, Russian disinformation. The Russians, the Russians. The leftist media are so deep in the tank for the Democratic Party, he writes, that so-called, quote, journalists, unquote, are spending the final days leading up to the presidential election trying to silence any news that could be damaging to the Biden campaign. They've got to prevent another 2016 result at all costs. Kyle is right. And over at National Review, the headline there was the media's shameful Hunter Biden abdication. And this is the one that really gets to me. In an interview with National Public Radio's public editor, Terrence Samuel, the managing editor for NPR's news explained why readers and listeners to NPR haven't seen any stories, any, about the New York Post Hunter Biden email scoop. Said Mr. Samuel, quote, we don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories. And we don't want to waste the listeners and readers time on stories that are just pure distractions, Mr. Samuel reasoned. And quite frankly, that's where we ended up. This was a politically driven event, and we decided to treat it that way, unquote. Now, this from people in the media who spent three years pursuing the Russia hoax business, Trump-Russia collusion and all of that. You even had Leslie Stahl vigorously deny that Joe Biden is in the midst of a scandal. Huh? Say what? When the New York Post story broke, the New York Times immediately followed up investigating the Post reporting. You can't make this stuff up. On Wednesday, the day after he broke the Bobolinsky story, Tucker was back on his own show and took note of the media blackout of his blockbuster scoop. He said, but we don't know what Joe Biden's version of the story is because no one in America's vast media landscape has pressed Joe Biden to answer the question. Instead, reporters at all levels and their editors and their publishers have openly collaborated with Joe Biden's political campaign. 
That, says Tucker, is unprecedented. It has never happened in American history. This morning, he says, the big papers completely ignored what Tony Bobolinsky had to say. So, too, the other television networks. Not a single word about Bobolinsky appeared on This is CNN or anywhere else. Newsweek decided to cover it, but up oh, they came to the conclusion that the real story was about QAnon, somehow, someway. This, Tucker added, is Soviet-style suppression of information of a legitimate news story days before an election. The ramifications of it are impossible to imagine. But we do know the media cannot continue in the way that it has. No one believes the media anymore, and no one should. Exactly. Tucker is right. And let me just repeat that last sentence of his. No one believes the media anymore, and no one should. That's one of the reasons why you come here to the word of the Lord, because we are afraid not to talk about things like this. What's dangerous here is the combination of big tech and its silencing by commission combined with big media and their silencing by omission. Over at the Wall Street Journal, the editor-in-large, Jerry Baker, asked the quite logical question about the media blackout. If the Democrats win, he asked, will America's free press become an instrument of state propaganda? He went on to say the construction of a media and tech wall to protect Joe Biden in the final days of the 2020 campaign has taken to a brazen new level the Democratic problem, small d, that is, of a society whose information flow is skewed heavily to one ideological pole. It raises profound questions, he writes, for the future. If Mr. Biden and his Democrats take control after next week's election, will the, communi- will the communications apparatus that controls well over half of the public media channels in this country become a vehicle for state propaganda, he asked. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the answer is not only hell yes, but the reality is that this has already happened, and the American people know it which in turn explains this story from Newsbusters. Here's the headline. Tucker Carlson pulls in monster ratings for the for the Tony Bobolinsky interview. And that story by Curtis Houck says, the numbers are in for Tucker Carlson's Tuesday night interview with Tony Bobolinsky, and they're gigantic. According to numbers released early Wednesday night, Carlson pulled in 7,562,000 I'm sorry, 7.562 million viewers for the bombshell interview with direct evidence of the Biden family's rank corruption, including a phone call with Biden associate Bob Walker pleading with Bobolinsky not to go public. Tucker's seven and a half million total viewers and one point where we're going to get into the uh, technical stuff here, the TV uh, groupies love, that would be 1.5 4 million in the 25 to 54 demo. Are you in that? Led the way Tuesday for not only the Fox News channel, but get this, all of cable television. Now, what does that really say? What that is, is another way of saying that the American people understand exactly that they are being lied to, censored by big tech, and lied to and censored by big media and their Biden protection racket because they are frantic, absolutely frantic, to keep basic information on the Biden scandal from them. So what do they do? They listen to Tucker Carlson. 
They listen to Sean Hannity. They listen to Laura Ingram. And hopefully they will still come here to the word of the Lord and also go to my website, The Jeffrey Lord. Thanks for coming. Stay tuned. No matter what happens in this election, we'll have much more to say. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.